Hey everyone, it's Abby. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. Thanks for being here. <laughs> it's funny because you know that my voice is my biggest insecurity. <laughs> and what are friends if we can't capitalize on each other's insecurities? Mm, welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. My name's Shannon. I'm not the narcissist. <laughs> this is reverse psychology. Oh, so you're saying I'm not the narcissist? Which, which makes you believe that you are one. Oh, okay. Because a narcissist reverse. would des- would deny that they're a narcissist. Sure. Okay. I like that. <laughs> a little a little psychology. Love it. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. The Wait. day of love. What? Did you say Valentine's? I said Valentine's. Did oh. I say Valentine's? I think you did. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the Valentine's. <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy V-Day. Hopefully you are in good spirits. I know this day isn't a good day for everyone. Yeah. Both of us are in relationships though, so it better be a good day. <laughs> yeah. It, it's still hardly a good day for us, so we can only, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine. It's oh. cute. It's good. It's it's a It's a good day. The love is in the air. Love is in the air. We love you guys. If you're new here, follow us on social media. It's at drinksafterwork underscore on Instagram and at drinksafterwork no underscore on TikTok. It's so funny because I feel like you're so used to saying it. And when I did my solo episode, when I was trying to say it, I just was so awkward because I never say it. I'm not going to lie. I just blacked out for a second and forgot what our social was. But it's I'm fun. glad we got it out it's, there. It's okay. We got there. It happened. Thank you. We have been up to some fun stuff. I feel like around the Boston area, we've been talking to some different brands. So we have some stuff coming up for you guys over the next few weeks. But we're super excited this weekend. We're actually going to be going to a salon. A Newbury Street. Newbury Street. Newbury Street. It's a brand new hair salon. However, it's new to Boston, but it's not new to the hair world. They were founded in 2015. They have three locations in Connecticut. This is their first location in Massachusetts. Boom, what boom, better boom. place than Newbury Street? I'm excited. We're going to get scalp massages. We're getting a CBD blowout. Which I'm not, sounds amazing. I'm not really sure what that entails, but I'm here for it. We're going to get our hair treated. They're going to get us looking like a baddie. Yes. And also, we didn't mention the name of the salon. No, oh, <laughs> true. Because we have short-term memory loss and we're stupid, but it's called Pink Soda. Yes. Pink Soda on Newberry <laughs> Super Street. cute. But honestly, they're the nicest people. We've been talking to them for a few weeks now and they are are awesome yeah and cbd blowout so we'll have to let you guys know what that's like but we're going to be going there doing some content and highly recommend if you guys are in the area and want to book blowouts and we can see each other that would be lovely they do everything though they have you know makeup services spray tans you name it they do it we've been talking to wendy wendy yeah she's the owner owner. sweetest super cute so yeah support local businesses or i guess semi-local businesses head in there if you guys are looking for a blowout and yeah Mm -hmm. so you've been up to some fun lately Yes, um, if you guys listened to last week's episode, you know that I went to Stowe two weekends in a row. Cause I'm just the Stowe two weekends in a row. Who am I? I don't know. But Stowe got over a foot of snow while we were there, so we went skiing Friday. Mm-hmm. thinking that you know weekday it, it wasn't going to be crowded. Nope, nope. They got over fourteen inches of snow so everyone and their mom was going there our airbnb was less than 15 minutes away from the mountain okay so you know the lifts open at 8 a.m we left we were supposed to leave at 7 30 but you know 
early mornings are tough. So we left at 7.45. We didn't park until 10 o'clock. Oh my gosh. It took over two hours to go 15 minutes. <laughs> That's how many people were going skiing. That's and crazy. we were stressed because my cousin Jillian just got engaged this weekend. Cute. Um, she got engaged at the top of the mountain so cute um and we knew that it was going down at 11 30 obviously she didn't know but we okay. knew so we were stressed the whole time we're like oh my god like we wanted to go and get a few runs in before the proposal and at this point we're like oh no like we just need to get there and get to the top of the mountain before 11 30 so you left at 7 and you seven forty five, and you were like stressing about getting there for 11 30 yeah. and you're like already in stow yeah we did it was 15 minutes away from the mountain oh my god it took over two hours to get there because that's of the crazy traffic. yeah and okay so i'm a beginner skier i'll but you know i can get down it might take a while but i can get down and oh so, you meant like get down the mountain i thought you meant like i can get down <laughs> like both. i can get down i can do both but so obviously i had to be there for the proposal but like i wasn't about to go down the freaking gondola like a fucking loser after the proposal so i was like there's only one way down and that's to ski down mind you this is a blue mind you there's over foot of snow and so you haven't done blues yet i've done a blue before but not that steep not that they literally had like the biggest bumps i've ever seen it was terrifying if you go back on to the if you I'm got back onto the lift after the proposal and took it down, like that imagine how embarrassing that would have been. If he had said, I would want him to have sent me a picture of you on it, and like I would keep that and he like treasure it the for bottom. the rest of my life, like you no. going down. No, okay. So if you've been to Stow, this blue, it's called the Gondolier. Um, I had no business being on it. It took me an hour to get down. To get down. An hour to get down. So it took my family thirty minutes to get down and. For them, 30 minutes was a long time. So there, you know, mystery man was a trooper. He helped me get down. We laughed. We cried. I cried a lot, um, but we're still here. We made it. We made it. Cute. Um, but my cousin, so she got engaged and it was like kind of, I don't know. Do you consider that public at the top of a mountain? Like, was it in a restaurant or was it like Outside. on the mountain? It was How did it happen? So like, you're like, they get up there, they get off the chairlift. Mm-hmm. And he just like turned, she's like snapping in her like snowboard and he like turns around and proposes or like how did that? No, so we had all split up. And so she had thought, so it was just them two. It was just my cousin and her now fiance. Um, And she thought that we were all meeting up. So he was trying to stall her because we were all inside of the like- Little restaurant area. Yeah. Right. We were in the, it was called the heating hut or something. And we were with his parents. So she didn't know that his parents were there for it. And we're sitting in the heating hut with his parents who don't ski. So they had just bought a lift ticket to just go up. Um, They stuck out like a sore thumb because they were the only people not in skis. And all of a sudden. (laughs) He's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) No, it was freaking freezing again. Um, But all of a sudden we get a text from my cousin's fiance like she wants to go inside like move so we book it up the stairs book it into the restaurant into the coat closet of the restaurant who denied us earlier because we didn't have a reservation and i was like we'll just be here for a few minutes don't mind me but so they went into the heating hut and then i guess he convinced her somehow to like go back outside to wait for us okay and then but and then he popped the question yeah that's cute. I feel like that's decently public. 
I know. I don't know. I don't want a public proposal. You don't? No. It's so funny because I talk to people about this all the time. I feel like 99.99% of people I talk to don't want a public proposal, but I feel like a lot of them end up getting one anyways. I know. It wasn't but super public. I, it's not like anyone could hear it, but I feel like, <clears throat> do I want people watching me cry? Okay. That's, yeah. I think that I've heard it both ways. I don't know. I, you know, me, like I want the most public proposal in the world. Mm -hmm. Like I want, I want everyone to be there and I want everyone to see it. And I want <laughs> to project onto every single television screen in the whole world. So you, you'd be okay with a Jumbotron proposal? No, I don't want it at a freaking <laughs> sporting event and like, and like have it show up like with cheesy words. Mm. I want something unique and original and different oh, and God. romantic and cool. Original, that's <laughs> going to be hard. Michael, I hope you're taking notes. I don't know. I think the proposal is like, it's whatever you make it. Like I, I know some, well, I just knocked the <laughs> microphone down because I'm so full of like, <laughs> you're just really passionate about passionate. proposals. I've seen some couples that have done like the most, you know, sweet romantic proposals and it's just the two of them. And that's like the type of people they are. And I think that's so sweet and adorable. And I've seen some people that have done public proposals because that's the type of people they are. And I think that's sweet and adorable. And I think it's kind of whatever you want it to be. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that the key is making sure that if you're the guy that you know what the girl wants, because I feel like if you don't like public things and that did happen to you, I could see girls getting very anxious. Like right. I know, like I have friends who are like, I would literally freak out if it happened in front of people, I would have an anxiety attack. So that's definitely something you want to check on. I just, I just want to get proposed to. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, eh. do you care if you even get a ring? Yeah. I'm kidding. What the hell? <laughs> okay. So you're not like at the point where you're like, I would just take a ring pop. I would take a ring pop. <laughs> no. Okay. So we uh, still run a ring. What did you do this weekend? <sighs> um, I, I had a gone to a fight. Okay, yeah, my weekend plans really don't matter because the only thing that matters right now <laughs> is that I am in a brawl with Ticketmaster. Like I've never been so full of like fury and anger and rage and just like, I don't know, like rage is the only way I know how to explain <laughs> it. So I got my dad Celtics tickets for Christmas and the game is this week. Super excited about that. Um, I bought them on the Celtics app, which I guess is connected to Ticketmaster. Moral of the story, I bought the tickets and then they told me that I didn't buy them, even though <laughs> PayPal told me I was charged. <laughs> so I was pretty pissed. Um, and I've been like working through this for a few weeks now. Working. And then- <laughs> Working through therapy. AKA ignoring it and just pretending like, I was like, oh, I'll get to it later, I'll fix it. So then- Wait, yes, you knew about this weeks ago? Well, I knew that like something <laughs> happened. <laughs> I just like, didn't want to do all, it. All my empathy out the window. <laughs> well, no, no, my card didn't get charged okay. and I knew that. So I was like, okay, so I'm pissed about the ticket thing, but my card wasn't actually charged even though t PayPal told me it was, which is weird, but whatever. I was like, I'm going to deal with signals. it. We're getting I was just, signals. I was pissed. I was mad. I was like, Ticketmaster sucks, but I needed some time to cool down. So I took a sabbatical <laughs> and then yesterday Michael's like, I was like, hey, I need to figure out this ticket thing because the game is now like three days away and I don't have tickets apparently, even though I bought them. So he's like, all right, well, like, we'll walk through it together. So I go back onto the app. I'm like, all right, this time I'm not going through PayPal. I'm going to put my credit card into it. I got this. The same shit happens. I get this like email that's like, you're going to the Celtics. And then Psych. I like click on it and it brings me to like the Ticketmaster app. And like I just sign in there like, we have no tickets under your name. 
And I was like, what the hell? And I'm like checking like the Celtics app, the Ticketmaster app, like there's no tickets that exist. And I'm like, what the hell? It must have not gone through again. Check my bank account and I was charged like a ton of money. <laughs> so I'm on FaceTime with Michael. At this point, I just start crying. Like I'm like <laughs> sobbing and I'm like, no one will help me. Like I was like trying to call the Ticketmaster like number. They're like, we don't accept calls. Like fill out a form online. I fill out the form. Like no one's getting back to me. So I'm like talking to Michael. I'm crying, having like a panic attack. And I'm like, this stupid company. I was like, they ruined lives. I was like, they suck. I was, and I literally, I'm like, who do we need to cancel? Ticketmaster or PayPal? It was Ticketmaster. It wasn't okay. PayPal. Cause I did it twice with different means of payment. And both times it didn't, or both times, apparently I might, may or may not have been charged the first time. Second <laughs> time I definitely was charged. And so I'm like, I'm writing them like this long scathing email. And I'm like, as a company, you have one job. It's to supply people with tickets. Interesting how I was charged for the tickets and don't have the tickets. I was like, I will literally get my lawyer involved if you do not send me the tickets right now. I was like, or else I will march down there and talk to the person. Like I sent down, like I sent the most intense email and they're like, we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Then I was like going full on like crazy ass girlfriend. I'm like messaging them. Like I, I find their Twitter. I, find, I look up their CEO on, on Google. Oh, I know he DM'd him on our account. <laughs> yeah, let's just ruin our reputation. I didn't realize I was on our account because I was so blinded with rage. Oh, what's his name? Michael, Michael. <laughs> oh, we're putting him on blast. Michael, Michael. Rapino, real piece of shit. <laughs> The CEO of Ticketmaster, which is probably the, the shittiest company to ever be, be created. Anyways, I reached out to him and I said, can you please fix your website? I bought tickets off Ticketmaster twice, never received them. He obviously Aww. hasn't answered yet. It's fine. So I'm like going insane, like freaking out and crying, like being insane, like saying like sketchy stuff and then crying again. Michael's like, why don't you just like let me handle it tomorrow? I think you need like... To go, a, to, a bed, to go to bed. So I, <laughs> you need to go to bed. So I did. Aww. Other than that, things are great. So currently you still don't have the tickets. <laughs> no. Okay. It's fine. My dad texted me today and he was like, hey, like heard from your mom that, um, you know, things get pretty uh, crazy last night. Um, <laughs> he's like, I just want to let you know that like, I love you regardless. Like Aww. we don't have to go to the game. It'd be nice just to spend time with you. Stop. Um, that makes me want to get the tickets He was like, more. I don't want you to stress. And I was like, no, it's okay, dad. I want to get you the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's fine. If someone knows someone at Ticketmaster <laughs> and or the Celtics, Can please get help. <laughs> Shannon's dad, these tickets. Oh, yeah. She's not willing for, to pay. Not for me. Like, I am clearly an evil, unhinged bitch. It's, it's for my father, very nice man, has Aww. never yelled at Ticketmaster. <laughs> for, for those of you who work at Ticketmaster listening to this, I'm, I'm sorry. All right, drunk dudes. <laughs> okay, so Kylie Jenner gave birth to baby number two on 222. 222. Two, 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 two. What if, yeah. No, I almost <laughs> just dropped an F bomb, but that's just a little, going a little too far. What a bitch like honestly okay first of all we think it's a boy because she put a blue heart emoji in oh she hasn't caption. she hasn't even said what it is that's such no. a kylie thing to do it. like it's like easter egg after easter egg after <laughs> like it's like dude bitch it's not easter okay it's not. just let us know the name how much it weighs how Tell long were you in labor his name <laughs> How long I were you in labor? I want to know it all. How how far were you dilating? Ew, ew, I don't want to know that. No, ew. don't tell us that. Um, give us like the, the, the height. Do they give the height and weight of babies? The length. The length. Maybe. That's weird. Perhaps. Who gives- I don't know. I just want to know, was it a big boy, a little boy? Was he six ounces? It's a- 
Are they no, average? Six, six pounds. Six, six pounds. Are, six, are they six average six ounces? <laughs> okay. If your baby's six ounces, you got issues. Um, no. Okay. But, okay. So a couple episodes back, I had hypothesized that, you know, maybe Kylie already gave birth and she was just hiding it. But now I'm starting to believe that this bitch like held out as long as she could and planned a C-section on two, 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 yeah. two, two, just so that this baby has the best birthday ever. I do love you. <clears throat> I feel like you added a few too many twos. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> two, 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 two. <laughs> you get the point though. Like I do. it's, I get it's it. February 2nd, 2022. In the future. Yeah, no, I get so, it. So, I personally, I'm a very, I'm a, I would call myself a spiritual person. Okay. Like I believe in astrology. Right. I believe in ghosts. I believe I in other know. dimensions. I <laughs> believe in angel numbers. Spiritual, psychotic. The, the line is so, you know. It's so blurry. It's so, it's so blurry. It's blurred lines. Okay. But I see angel numbers all the time. Okay. okay? And they say that, you know, if you're not tapped into your spirituality like there are people everyone's spiritual but it's up to you whether or not you want to tap into it or not okay and so i'm the type of person where you know i like to believe in those things i don't know maybe it's for comfort i don't know a sign from wherever up above i don't know but <laughs> because i am spiritual i see angel numbers so you're not going to pay attention to angel numbers if you're not you know tapped into that so you know i see 222 333 444 555 those are the four that i see the most so basically if you don't know i'm sure you do know but angel numbers are a repetitive sequence sequence of three or four numbers that appear in seemingly random places in your life to convey a spiritual or divine message. So people say they're a sign from your angels. Um, they appear when your angels want to show support, boost your confidence, guide you or affirm something to you. And they usually appear as signs that, you know, you're on the right path or that your thought process is correct or good. So there's been times where like, I'll be like doubting myself. And then 10 minutes later, I'll look and it's two, two, two on the clock. So you can actually see them like anywhere. You can see them on a license plate on like a clock or, you know, you could swipe up to see how many people viewed your Insta story and it could be 444 people. Like you can see angel numbers anywhere. I see them on the time, but not everyone believes in it. It's fine. But I'm just very jealous of this baby. I think it's really unfair that, you know, it gets to have Kylie Jenner as its mother and gets to have the best mom, uh, best mom, best mm. birthday ever. You just don't get to have it all. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd want Kylie Jenner as a mom. No. I feel like she wouldn't be a great mom and she probably wouldn't be around. And then your kids are like raised in a toxic environment Mommy and then issues. you have like grandma Kim or grandma <laughs> Chris. Chris the narcissist and it's just the whole like and then you have to deal with Travis got the murderer as your dad and it's just like a whole thing you know you're making valid um, points but in terms of the birthday so regardless of whether or not I guess you believe in the angel number thing it's interesting because I I don't know maybe Kylie genuinely just had her baby on the state which good for her homegirl like got a cool birthday I don't know but I think if she did this on purpose, I think it just further 
shows just like all Kylie cares about is what things look like. All she cares about is like, my baby was born on a cool day. Well, do you even care that you had a baby? Like, do you (laughs) care about the baby or do you care about what the baby looks like? Do you care about what the baby does for your image? Do you care about telling people that you're a mom or do you actually care about being a mom? And I feel like these people are insane. Like, I don't know. I just, it's, it's annoying. Like you're using your baby as a way to keep people interested. And I know I said this a few weeks ago, but like you're hiding, you're taunting your pregnancy and you're playing it off. Like, Oh, I wanted to have like some time and just like some privacy. No, you bitch. You didn't, you want to keep people involved and engaged. And you know, if you just give the full truth, people will move on. So you're using your baby as a way to get likes and get followers and to increase your person, like your popularity. And you know, make people forget about recent events. I just think that's so messed up. And again, I don't know, maybe she just had the baby this day, but everything this girl does is just about like, look at me. How do I, it's like a attention seeking all the time. And it's kind of annoying. Like just be a mom, hang out with your kids and like, stop. <laughs> but she's a billionaire. You don't want to be the child of her. I just feel like so many kids who grow up in environments like that don't grow up happy. I mean, I don't think she's Ugh. happy. I think part of the reason is because she grew up like on TV and I don't know. Well, that's just my we'll, personal. We'll never know. Congrats to the Congrats to the baby. <laughs> Congrats you know. to the baby. Congrats. That's all I have to say. Congrats. Another Kardashian update. Pete Davison officially referred to Kim K as his girlfriend publicly. Okay. So Pete dropped the girlfriend title while discussing how he handles his life in the spotlight during an interview with People, the TV show. He said, I don't have Instagram or Twitter or any of that stuff. So most of my daily life is getting into cars and showing up to a set. Or if I'm off, I just either hang with my friends or chill with my girlfriend inside. So I don't do much. Hmm. So it was very like a sly, like, let me just sneak that in. Um, kind she kind of just do it in there. Yeah. <clears throat> Which yeah. I think is cute. You know, they've been dating for three months that we know of. Okay. Could have been longer. Who knows? But three months that we know of. I don't know. Do you think <clears throat> it's serious or they're still just, they're just putting a label on it just to put a label on it? I don't it? know. I, I've always felt this. I think that Kim is just like having some fun. She just got out of this like toxic relationship and it's kind of still lingering. <laughs> We've all been there. Mm. <laughs> it's like not quite gone. And I feel like she met this guy who's younger and I mean, I don't freaking know. Maybe it's fake. Maybe it's real. I don't know. But at least from what I can see, it looks like she met this guy that's younger they're just having fun together. They're going out, they're going to dinners. I feel like it's probably not a ton of drama, not a ton of just like tears and heartbreak and, you know, worrying about stuff all the time. And I feel like she's genuinely just like, wow, life is kind of, I can, I can have fun again, you know? And maybe they are girlfriend and boyfriend. I don't know. Maybe he thinks they are, maybe they're not. (laughs) I think that it's interesting because I was listening to the Color Daddy episode with um, Julia Fox and is just like interesting to think about because I feel like looking at the dynamic of Kim, yay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Kanye is trying to do everything. Like he's like throwing it over everyone's face that him and Julia Fox are together. It's everywhere. He's like kind of dressing her like Kim. She kind of looks like Tim, Kim, all this, Tim. <laughs> She kind of looks like Tim um, all of a sudden and he's kind of giving her the whole like Kanye West makeover that he typically does. Um, He's 
telling people that, you know, announcing that Pete Davidson has AIDS. Like he's just kind of, <laughs> that's alleged. He's just kind of allegedly, um, like everything we say here is alleged, but he's kind of doing a lot. And I feel like it's like the classic, you know, when you go through a breakup and you're kind of over it, but the person you're with isn't. Mm. And they're like trying so hard to show you that they're over you. And they're like posting pictures at parties with like 5,000 girls. And you're like, dude, like at this point, like it's not making me jealous. It's making me know how much you care. That's kind of what Kanye is doing. And I feel like Kim is playing it off as like, oh no, I'm just kind of having fun. And she's like the cool one who's like mature and moved on. And I feel like it's driving Kanye insane. But Kanye seems like the jealous ex-boyfriend and Kim seems like the, oh no, I'm just like living my life and I've moved on. And I feel like she's winning at the breakup. I don't see the similarities between Kim and Julia. Um, I had no idea who Julia Fox was up until Call Her Daddy. And I will say, I do. I thought she was just some bimbo that was just using Kanye for for clout until I realized she has her own established career. But she has like a really hard upbringing. You guys should go listen to the episode of Call Her Daddy if you haven't already. Highly recommend. I learned a lot about her. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. I... I don't think either of them are going to be in these no. relationships long term. I think they're rebound relationships. Yeah, but yeah, I mean Julia Fox, like nothing bad to say about her. I don't know the inner workings of their relationship by any means. I don't really know much about her, but it was interesting hearing her talk about like kind of growing up with no supervision. She's like, I started smoking weed when I was in sixth seventh, grade or yeah. seventh grade, and like had to get my own career and became a dominatrix and just all this crazy stuff. And she was talking about it so nonchalantly, like she wasn't emotional or anything yeah she was like stone cold like didn't tear up at all i mean maybe it's a a front but maybe it's a yeah you're right it could be a front right i feel like everyone deals with stuff differently but i do feel like sometimes there was just no emotion it It was was almost like a a hollowness like by the way she just was kind of like up and then this happened that happened and she was very chill kid which i didn't didn't know until today Exactly. But it's interesting. But yeah, she does have her whole, it just, it is annoying though. Cause she was in uncut gems. She won an award for like a breakthrough actress in 2019. It's annoying how the only reason people are kind of finding out about her now is because of Kanye West. When in reality, I feel like she's kind of made something of herself, you know what I mean? Coming from a tough environment. So that's another story for another Started day. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. All right. So there is speculation that Adele is engaged. By the time this episode drops, it might be out. I'm not sure. So um, she went to the 2022 Brit Awards. Um, She shut down the red carpet. She looked awesome. She was wearing like a black gown. It looked awesome on her. But she was wearing a Lorraine Schwartz diamond ring. It's huge. It's like, I'll show you a picture. Like huge, like ginormous. Yeah, massive. Um, It was on her ring figure. So... Everyone thinks that on she's- On the right hand, for sure. Like these. on her left, yeah, like on her left ring finger. Okay. Um, And it, I mean, it's a white, like it's a diamond engagement like ring. Like straight up diamond. Um, but she didn't say anything. She shows up to these award show or whatever, wearing this engagement ring without really saying anything. So she, it's not like she mm. forgot to take it off. If she really is engaged, <laughs> and if you're trying to hide an engagement, that's not something you forget to take off. So either she's trolling us and she's not engaged and she just wants to like be in the spotlight or she is engaged and she just like wants to casually tell the world. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a massive, it's almost such a big ring that there was some people that were like, it kind of looks like, Costume you know, like jewelry. when, you know, when I just feel like celebrities, they wear like outrageous outfits when they go to award shows and stuff. So some people are like, it might've literally just been like for the effect of, cause it was like a very glamorous Possibly. dress, but other people um, are like, no, I mean, it's 
literally, why would she wear it on her engagement finger? She's engaged or people think that she might be engaged to her sports agent boyfriend, um, Rich Paul, um, who, who like Rich Paul, what he's, does a, he do? he's a sports agent. He represents like a bunch of like famous athletes and stuff. Oh, mm. in so, America or yeah. Oh, um, so they don't know, but then again, Adele went Instagram official with Paul in September. Um, this so, year? Yeah, in 2021. Okay, what is with celebrities getting like married after dating for less than a year? I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I like, you know what? It's, it's either, it's one of two things. I feel like either, you know, celebrities, I think they're like very creative and very passionate. So I feel like it's kind of like the Ariana Grande syndrome. Like I feel like when she, she just like loves like the passion and the emotion that comes with feelings. And I feel like when she meets someone, she just like falls in love. Um, it could be that, or maybe it's, I feel like celebrities just deal with so much bullshit and they deal with so many people that are like fake and only in it for like the wrong reason. So I feel like when they find someone that genuinely likes them for them, they're like, let's make this a thing. Like why, why bother waiting? They also don't have to save up for a wedding. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Yeah. So they can date for a month and be like, well, we don't need to save up for a really expensive ring or a really expensive wedding. So why not? got it in the bag. Got it in the bag. Oh, well I hope, I hope, you know, well, no, I don't hope she's engaged because then all of her bangers won't come out anymore. (laughs) You don't want, you don't want Rihanna to have a baby. You don't want no. Adele to be engaged because no. then Everyone they might slow down their miserable. careers and we're selfish people. Misery loves company. <laughs> Everyone needs to be miserable. Until I'm married or have a baby, no one else can have one in the industry. Thank you. Okay. Oh my enough gosh. Enough drunk deets. Enough. Um, it's enough. Okay, let's move on to the Tinder Swindler. The Tinder Swindler. So I saw this all over Instagram. I kept seeing memes about it. And I was like, what's the Tinder Swindler? I don't get it. And then I was browsing on Netflix and I saw it. It was like top top 10 in the US right now. And I'm not usually a documentary gal, as you know. I thought you were going to say I'm not usually a Tinder gal. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) When I was on, when I was on the apps, I was on the hinge. Yeah. That's all. I I was was never on Tinder. No, I feel like it just had like a weird rap and like, you don't want to tell people like, I feel like if you're like, I met my boyfriend on hinge. It's okay. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. They're like, okay. 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 (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Jessica pipe down. Oh, um, Okay, so it was a two-hour documentary. I was like, I guess I could spend two hours of my life watching this. The people want it. Um, a couple of people reached out and was like, you need to watch this and share your opinions. I want to know your thoughts. And then I put a poll up and everyone was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm giving myself some homework. So I watched it the other night. And it's... Okay, so I didn't watch it because I thought it might be scary. And, you know, I get nightmares. So I was like, I need Abby to watch it and tell me what happened. Yeah. So it was not scary. Okay, I'll I'll preface that again. I I this is Swindler sounds like scary. Swindler. 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 It's a good title. It is. Okay, so I'm going to do a really bad job of explaining this. I'm just (laughs) going to come out. And, and be honest, but because there's a lot going on. Okay, okay a lot so to unpack. This man, Simon, claims to be the son of a billionaire. He okay. claims to be CEO of this diamond company called LL, LLD Diamonds. Um, so on Tinder. So he, does he put that in his bio? Like he's like, hey, I am... I am the son of a billionaire. <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't, so on his Tinder profile, you know, you see him in Gucci, 
down to the socks like okay. he's Biggie Papa Baby. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I I saw the moment. I had oh, to take it. it was beautiful. Um, I saw um, like the spark in your eye. Like <laughs> you knew it was it was like a star is born. It was your moment. <laughs> I love that song. Um, Anyway, you know, he's dripping in Gucci. He's on private jets. He's on luxurious vacations. PJs. His, the PJ. <laughs> um, in Cabo. I'm going to Cabo, my PJ. <laughs> no, but so his Tinder profile is very luxurious. Okay. And, you know, <clears throat> that's how he lures women in. Because who wouldn't want to talk Bitches to someone rich? love luxury. Yeah, hell yeah, they do. <laughs> um, so... Okay, he, I'll just, I'll, if you don't want spoilers, don't listen, fast forward. Fast forward off. like five to 10 minutes yeah. or something, or maybe we'll get you timestamps. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. So he, okay, got, he went to prison for three years for okay. swindling three women in Finnish, three Finnish women. Is this before all this happened? Yes, this is okay. before, before the story. So he had already gone to jail gone to prison served time and when he got out you know he didn't sit in prison and think hard long and hard about what he did no he was just <laughs> brainstorming how he's gonna be smart how he's gonna do it better caught. next time yep and so he gets out and he gets back on the tinder let me know why tinder didn't block him the first time okay that's where tinder went wrong before you can so he did this the first time on tinder as well mm -hmm. the first time he did tinder and he's going back to tinder yep, he's going tinder is his first love when you say <laughs> swindled and are you going to get to that? Like yep. what it means to swindle? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he gets back on a Tinder. He it didn't on. block him. He re-ups re the old account. Yep. And so <laughs> he just starts hearting everyone. Right, right. Swipe right. What is it that they do? Swipe right or heart yeah, on they, Tinder? I don't mm -hmm. know what they do. They right swipe. But he is, you know, just matching with every girl that looks like you know, they could be swindled. Oh. What's the criteria? I don't know. I was going to say, what is the criteria? I don't know. <laughs> An AMX card. That much I do know. So basically he is whining and dining these girls. You know, your first date, he's bringing you to the Four Seasons Hotel. You know, he's buying everything off the menu. He's getting caviar. He's getting the most expensive Oh, so he's actually bringing them on dates. Like this isn't mm -hmm. just all online. It's mm -mm. like a catfishing thing. Mm -mm. So he matches with a girl he's matching with a lot of girls yep he brings them on their first date and it's very luxurious very luxurious and so basically from day one he's convinced these girls that they're his soulmate like they're perfect they're a match made in heaven like he's this very successful businessman who travels all the time and you know he wants to get to know them better so after about a month of dating and basically you know texting these girls all the time saying like i miss you so much like and he'll XYZ. pretend like he's on this like business trip to like yes. a foreign land and like right. he's like can't wait to get back so they think they're dating this like accomplished international mm -hmm. businessman and he is traveling don't get me wrong but this is you'll you'll find out later on so basically after about a month of swindling or of what is it swooing wooing of wooing 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 after about a month of is this sims hello <laughs> after about a month of wooing them he starts to get serious and he's like okay so he has this bodyguard named what's his bodyguard's name i think it's peter is it peter let me see peter i'm sorry if his name is peter that is quite all right oh did peter. you watch it peter i did not oh but you've no. heard of it i'm sure yeah i saw it on netflix i've been watching murderville Ooh, uh, is that cool. good? Is it scary? Yeah. No, not at all. Okay, I'd watch it then. I recommend. I can't do too scary. I, I like freak out. I'll have nightmares for like two months. Like, baby. 
I get that. Okay, I don't remember his bodyguard's name, but I think it's Peter. I really want to say it's Peter. We're going to call him Peter. I like the name Peter. Okay, perfect. So (laughs) he has this bodyguard. And so a month after wooing them, he sends this girl a picture of his bodyguard in an ambulance with blood all over his face, basically saying the bad guys are after me. They tried to come after me, but Peter got in the way. He saved my life. Like da, 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 da. And they know who his bodyguard is. So they yeah. see it and they're like, Oh my God, your bodyguard's hurt or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so he basically instill instills fear into these women saying like, Oh my God, like these bad guys, they they're after my money. They, yeah. And so he says to these girls, Peter said that I have to stop using my credit card, that they're tracking me via credit card. Like I, this is so embarrassing, but can, can I please, um, can you wire me over some money or can you send me some cash? Like, could you set up a new bank, like a legit Amex card with your name on it and send it to me? Like, I just need like $40,000 to, why the hell would the girls have $40,000? Well, they don't, they have credit cards because uh, Amex has really high limits. So that's why it's, this is an Amex problem. Uh, so it's only girls that have Amex cards or can get an Amex card. And so- I wonder how he'd even find out that the girls have Amex cards before he went on the date with them. Maybe he just like sees if they look rich. Oh, okay. Go that, on. I don't know. Um, and so he, he's like, please, can you please send me this? I'm so sorry. Like I will, I will make it worth your while. And so the girls are like, oh my God, yes, of course. Like this is their supposedly boyfriend, boyfriend. that they don't want to see get hurt. So they do it. And meanwhile, he's, so he's traveling every time he's on this private jet it's paid for by another girl so that 40 grand is booking his next private jet to wherever and so there's three girls there's and will you bring the girls on the private jet ever sometimes at the beginning but then and they have no reason to not think that he's telling the truth because they've been on these luxurious dates where he's like seemed like he had all this money and stuff but all the girls but it's other girls who gave him the money for those dates Mm -hmm. and so basically there's Three main characters, I'd say three girls. There's Cecile, Pernilla, and Eileen. So Cecile is an actual girlfriend. Pernilla went on a date with him once, but he was like, no, I think we should just be friends. And then Eileen is a girlfriend, and she comes in key at the end. So basically, Eileen... Okay. So Eileen finds out about the three other Finnish women, and she's like oh my God, like he can't do this to anyone else. Like I need to bring this to the police. The police don't care. So what does she do? She goes to the biggest newspaper in Norway, which is called the VG. And Eileen's the first girl. So she's the girlfriend. She was a girlfriend. Well, he had multiple girlfriends. Okay, but she was one of the girlfriends. Eileen's just the key because she's the only one that did shit. Okay. So she goes to this huge newspaper and wants to tell her story. She wants to expose Simon because she doesn't want him to do this to anyone else. And so- the newspaper was like, if you can get us receipts, like send us all of your text messages, all the photos, all the voice memos, everything that you can provide, send it to us. And like, cause they're not just going to print a, an article, a story without fact checking. Yeah. It. And so she does that. And <clears throat> basically, oh, was it? No, Cecile wanted to tell her story. Cecile did, but Eileen's the one who was actually smart. So Cecile goes to the newspaper, sends all the receipts. And then, um, Eileen is the one who tried to get her money back. So at this point, she, he had swindled her over a hundred thousand dollars. Wait, wait. So, so, so Cecile goes to the Cecile goes to the newspaper, 
And he sends all the receipts and is like, here's what happened. They, do they do anything about yep, it? They print it. They print it. They okay. print it. And so now this man's face is all over. Everywhere. And so he's trapped. So he's basically like, this is when he turns to Eileen and is like, Eileen, like, I need your help. Like, you're my only, like, source of help. Like, please, can you send me X, Y, and Z? And at this point, she's already given him a hundred thousand dollars and she's drowning in debt. She has like nine creditors like that are constantly. Been so Eileen's already given him money and he's They've reaching all out given to, and he's reach, he's, uh, he's reaching out to her again because now he's trapped. Yeah. Okay. And, and does Eileen know at this point that he's a swindler? Yes. Okay. So she decides she's going to swindle the swindler. And so she pretends like nothing is wrong. She flies over to him and she's like, I have an idea. Give me all of your designer clothes and I will sell it and I will wire you the money so that you can get out. She never does. She sells the clothes. She keeps it for herself. Um, long story short, he basically today is a free man. He lives in Israel. He was never charged for everything he did. He swindled over $10 million across the globe. $10 he has, million? Dollars? Mm -hmm, no. He has, he has a current girlfriend that's a model. And he's just, you know, out here living life. Wait, are you serious? So I thought he, it was going to end with him going to jail. He did go to prison. So he was sentenced to prison for 15 months and he only served five, but it wasn't for swindling all the money. It was for um, traveling. He got arrested in Greece because of Eileen. She was able to, she was the only smart one. She was able to track where he was going and she knew that he was traveling with a fake passport. So that's why he got sent to prison. What the fuck? And you're telling me that today... Like in mm -hmm. modern day, he, oh. someone like this isn't going to jail. Like this isn't like 50 years ago, right? So like, mm -hmm. I just don't understand. Also, I don't understand how he got $10 million from doing this. Like I would understand if a, a girl here sent, you know, 10 grand, a girl there sent 30 grand, but to get that much money, I don't understand like what, he, what type of girls was he finding? Because if you come into Boston and Mm -hmm. match with a couple of girls they're like ah, i have like 200 bucks in my bank account or like well he maybe they have like 10 grand new cards he's like can you open Ugh. a new card because one girl had nine creditors coming after she opened nine different credit cards and maxed them all out so there's also a part of me that's like how many girls did he did do this to to get to 10 million dollars you know what i mean there's no way this is just like 10 girls six that we know of but definitely way more that's these are these are just the three girls that were willing to be in the documentary. Oh, apparently he has a a, a a baby, and one of his baby mama he swindled that she was one of the three Finnish women, and one of the girls, one of the new girls that he swindled, was on a private jet with the baby and the baby mama, and she was like, "Why didn't she warn me?" Oh, yeah, she's probably profiting. Off what is of it. wrong with all these people? A lot. I'm very, very concerned. You know, it just, it begs the question of, I think it's so easy for you and I to sit here and be like, what the hell? Like, what's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with the girls to an extent? Like, why would you not see the red flags? Why would you any, why would you ever give someone your credit card information? Like, no matter, I don't know. I mean, if Michael asked me to open up a credit card for him, if he was in trouble, would I do it? Probably. Yeah, I would. But we've been together would. for eight years, a right. month in or a few months. It's it's so easy for me to cast judgment. But like, I guess until you're in a situation like that, you don't know, like some of these people can be so manipulative. And well, I feel he's, like he's the love bomber and he's a narcissist. Right. So if you don't know what a love bomber is, basically it's when one person showers the other person with attention, affection, compliments, flattery, and essentially creates this context where like they feel like they've met their soulmate and it's effortless 
effortless when in reality, the person who's doing the love bombing is creating or manipulating the environment to look like they're the perfect partner. And so you're doing all these grand gestures and constantly in communication with them in order to get the upper hand in the relationship. So, you know, if someone's showering you with, you know, expensive gifts and really nice dinners, like you're way too overwhelmed to realize that you're in danger. Okay. So it's almost like, how does your brain even fathom this type of lifestyle? Like when you're being love bombed, you don't even, you don't even know you're being love bombed. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And it's almost like the intention behind it. It's like, they're Mm -hmm. not doing this to actually show love. They're doing it to distract the person while they like try to manipulate them. Right. And the person won't even notice they're being manipulated because of the fact that the the person or girl or guy, I guess, is showering them with love and affection and gifts and like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. But they don't actually oftentimes right the love bomber doesn't actually usually even feel love they're just trying no not at all they're trying to come off as like the perfect partner and just make the person fall in love with them because they're doing all these things it's all manipulative and scary i know and he is the classic definition of a narcissist and i was you know looking into love bombing and i saw that narcissists tend to be materialistic themselves so i thought it was very interesting because if you look at him on his tinder profile everything about him is materialistic right Oh, that's that like is, a, a red flag. That's so terrifying. And and at the end of the documentary, there was like updates on each girl and they're all still paying back the debts. Mm. Like American Express like is not helping them out, I guess. Like they, like this is like now their bed to light land. And like, yep. it's not like they can sue him and he's in, why can't they sue him? I don't know. Maybe after this documentary is out, maybe now they will. I don't know, but I guess maybe it's hard to prove. I mean, like in court, like I'm um, obviously you can send the story to the newspaper, but maybe it's hard to prove. Like if they um, opened up the card willingly themselves, maybe it's hard to prove. I don't know. Yeah. Cause he didn't like put a gun to their head and be like, open up this card. Ugh. Like he just manipulated them to do it. That's so sad. I guess in the end of the day, you know, they complicated inner workings of relationships and how people are, um, you know, manipulative and emotionally abusive. I feel like there's just like so much that goes into it. And I feel like, and ultimately we all have to just like make sure we're being smart. And I know it's so much easier said than done, mm-hmm. but I feel like never give someone your social security number, never give someone your bank account information, never give someone your credit card information. Like, and also even if like, it's like the person that you love, up. keep your guard up when you're newly dating someone, like you have to leave your guard up a little bit. Like you can't just like let down your walls. Cause like you'd never know who you're you dealing never with. know. You really never know anyone. No. I don't even know myself. You never really figure anyone out. So trust no one. Keep everything to yourself. (laughs) Don't open up. Don't even go on the date. Don't put effort in. Don't get to know people. Don't let people get to know you. It's not safe. Question people's intentions. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I actually do that. It's so I know. Well, speaking of love, so Valentine's Day is today. Right. Which is amazing. I know we talked about Valentine's Day a few weeks ago. Um, We talked about when you're you're dating someone, when you're talking to someone, you know, you want to expect them to do something over the top for you. You see all this shit on Instagram. Etc. I think today we wanted to talk about 
the single people on Valentine's Day, <laughs> which is neither. <laughs> so I'm listening. <laughs> Peter. Peter. We're so happy to have you. How do you feel about Valentine's Day, Peter? Do you love Valentine's Day? Do you love love? It's just Peter? a day in February. Okay. okay. Another day. So Peter is exactly what I wanted to say. I understand. I'm not like an idiot. I'm not sitting here being like everyone who's single on Valentine's Day is miserable. I understand that there's a lot of people that are like, I couldn't give a shit. Those people, this doesn't really apply to you and you are superior and that's great. And if you want to just continue listening for fun, you can. I think that there are a you know percentage of people out there that are single and are not happy about it, whether that's they just don't like being alone or maybe they miss their ex or whatever those reasons may be. I feel like it's so normal to see all the hype around Valentine's Day. You're watching the romantic comedies. You're seeing people do romantic gestures for each other. You see people at the restaurants. You see the bouquets of flowers getting to deli- deliver to the girls in your office if you're not remote and it feels like every single girl is getting like a delivery brought to her desk and you're sitting there being like well shit like I feel like crap mm-hmm. um so if that is you I think we would just wanted to kind of go over I guess how not to feel like shit on Valentine's Day how to survive Valentine's Day as a single gal as or, a, guy, or guy or guy or guy. <laughs> now, for some people, you know, you know, seasonal depression is at its peak. So today might not help, but <laughs> it's so true. I will say, why not send yourself flowers? I know. Why not treat yourself self-love you know, Valentine's Day isn't just for couples. It's for showing love to your family, to your friends, to yes. your coworkers, showing appreciation for the people you work with, for the people you work for, for, you know, your mailman, for your Starbucks barista. You can spread the love to anyone everywhere. That's true. That's beautiful, Abby. Right? I like that. It's not just a day for, for it's, couples. It's not just a day. Are you going to say for sex? No, I almost said singles. <laughs> okay, um, but I, that's but, beautiful. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? But no, I 100% agree with you. I think it's not just it's not just for couples. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that, I guess, when I think back to all the Valentine's Days I had, I actually think that a lot of them, a lot of the most fun that I've ever had on Valentine's Day was when I was single. And I feel like you kind of go into it and it's all about your mindset. And it's easy to get caught in the loop of it's Valentine's Day and you're seeing, you know, romance everywhere and you get down about yourself. You start thinking about your ex. You see things through rose colored glasses. Cause just like Christmas, you think about all like the great memories you shared together. And I feel like we all get the rose colored glasses where we're like, well, was he really that bad? I mean, he only like, oh, hit, no. he only totaled my car like three times and like, <laughs> He never paid for dinner, but like he wasn't horrible. Valentine's Day will have you missing trash, literal trash. (sighs) Yes, exactly. And I feel like it's so, this has happened to me before where I ended stuff with a guy who was not right for me, not great for me. And on Valentine's Day, I still felt myself being like, well, I don't know. Like, I just kind of want someone, right? And you want to rekindle the fire. You want to rekindle the fire. But in the end of the day, I think you just miss the feeling of love. You don't actually miss you know, you don't really miss the person or like miss the relationship. You miss the idea. You miss miss like having someone ask you about your day or to like cuddle you. But I'll tell you, 
it will benefit you way more if you just stay single and wait for the right person to come along than settle for someone who, you know, isn't going to take Valentine's Day seriously. Like we said it last week, if you tell your your man that you don't want anything for Valentine's Day and he gives you nothing for Valentine's right. Day, like, come on. There are so many fish in the sea. I know it's so cliche, but you don't need to settle for a freaking dory who doesn't know what's left from right yes exactly so i think i think at the end of the day it makes sense when you feel that way um but i think that you also have to someone told me this once they were like you have to sabotage yourself in a good way um this guy he was talking this is so random but this guy was talking to me he's a little older he used to be an alcoholic and he was like i used to drive home from work every day and pass the bar so i'd stop in for him a drink and then he's like so eventually I was like, I need to change my route home. Like I need to sabotage myself so I can't go get a drink. So I think if you know yourself and you know that on Valentine's day, you get upset and you feel inclined to reach out to your ex-boyfriend and, you know, sit there at the end of the night with a bottle of wine, crying, watching Bridget Jones, maybe you need to implement something so you don't feel that way. So how to successfully survive Valentine's day. Um, I think the first thing you have to do is you have to make plans right don't go so into sad. it alone don't just be like well i'm just gonna spend the weekend like myself by myself because you're gonna get sad right it could be with your roommate it could be with a coworker. It could be with a friend just don't if you know yourself and you know that you can't fight the temptation of texting your ex or going on freaking tinder and just meeting up with someone just to feel someone yeah keep yourself busy exactly yes i think that's so important i think that the one of the best valentine's days i ever had was when i was single and i keep saying that but like michael i do like our valentine's days together too but one of my favorite ones i was single it was 2019 and seven of us we all got dressed up we went to Strager waterfront it was right when seven rings by ariana grande came out we were singing that song all night we were feeling some type of way and i remember having so much genuine fun and i remember looking around the restaurant it was filled with couples who were sitting there having their little valentine's day dinners and like kind of talking quietly and we were just like you know, singing and dancing and laughing and just like having the best time. And I never, not once sat there being like, I wish I was one of those couples. If anything, I feel like every girl at the restaurant who's there with their boyfriend wished they were us. Obviously, <laughs> and yeah. I feel like I kind of left that night. And then the next day, like a, me and a bunch of my friends, we all went to like Montreal and I, I was just like so happy and just like living life that I never once thought about, you know, my ex-boyfriend or thought about being lonely because I didn't give myself the opportunity to think, which I don't know if that's healthy, but it worked. <laughs> Do I know what I want to see more of on Instagram on Valentine's Day? I want to see thirst traps. I want to see less couple posts <laughs> and I want to see all the single girls posting thirst traps to find a boyfriend for next Valentine's Day. <laughs> like I want to go onto Instagram and just see thirst trap after thirst trap after thirst trap like if you have a selfie in the queue throw or, it on there you just post it, it post something post it you know what i don't like though is when what? girls post like <laughs> oh my gosh i hate this i can't even say it. it's so cringy do it it's like <laughs> a girl will post a picture of herself <laughs> on valentine's day and she'll make the caption like happy valentine's day to like the strongest best and most courageous girl out there a girl who has been she through a lot like talking about herself like being oh. like happy valentine's day like you deserve the world like 
I've never seen I've that. I've seen but that. You haven't seen No, that. but if I saw someone talking in like third person about themselves, oh, I would block them. Oh my God. They're like, they're trying to be like happy Valentine's Day to myself, yeah. which is I respect, but sometimes the way they go about it is a little cringy, but whatever. It's a story for another day. Um, I saw, I think it was Maggie McDonald, her and her sister mm-hmm. are both single right now. They posted a TikTok about how they're like, we don't have dates for Valentine's day. So they stopped, they like made a a date, like a little sister's date to go shopping together for really cute outfits. And then they had like dinner plans on Valentine's day for a little sister date, which I think is super cute. Not everyone's into like drinking and going out and stuff, but I think just find something. And again, this is for people that get sad and lonely. Like if you're unbothered, then you don't have to do any of this. But if you do get sad and lonely, I think just surround yourself by people. It could be friends, family. You could stay in and have a pizza night. You could go out for drinks. It doesn't matter, but just like stay busy so that you don't get lost in your own thoughts because that's kind of the worst place to be in. But it doesn't even have to be like a grand thing. Like you could just order sushi takeout and have a girl's night in. And as long as you're surrounding yourself with things that you love, things that make you happy, like you're still celebrating Valentine's Day. Exactly. And I really hope that you guys are listening to this on Valentine's day and not after, because then if you just did the opposite of what we said, disregard everything we just said. Okay. Disregard. Yeah. If, yeah. If you guys listen the next day, then we didn't mean it. We, did, we didn't say It's anything. fine. You can do whatever you want. You can reach out to your ex. Um, we already said send flowers. If it bothers you to yourself. Um, I've done this before. I don't think we should care about what people think of us. Like, obviously, you don't want to sent flowers or bought yourself flowers. I've bought flowers. Okay, sent myself flowers. No, like from like one hundred flowers. (laughs) I think that we shouldn't ever sit here being like caring what people think of us. But I think some of us do, and I don't know if this is the right answer. But I know one year I was very single and very bitter, and I just got out of like a really bad breakup, and I did send myself flowers. to feel oh. like I got some of her flowers. Oh. And I made the caption like, from someone who loves you. No, ew. Which Stop. is, which is kind of true. To you, from me. <laughs> oh, that's rock bottom. It was rock bottom. That's- but honestly, in the moment, I kind of felt good. I was like, you know what? I got my flowers. People think that they were sent to me by someone else. And that's all really that matters in this world. <laughs> kidding don't do that it's it's not good what you have to realize (laughs) about valentine's day is that majority of the girls receiving flowers probably get flowers twice a year and you know their boyfriend probably doesn't get them flowers just because so don't feel like they're that much more special than you because they're not their relationship is probably average at best and they had to drop a lot of hints to make their boyfriend send them flowers so don't don't settle for your peace of mind for some freaking do we have a jessica for boys um i think like we always go for like the chad or like the zach or like the brad or something (laughs) don't don't let chad ruin your valentine's don't let chad ruin your valentine's day i 100 percent agree with that and by the way i did text michael the other day saying you're sending flowers to the office right (laughs) no you did yeah i just like i don't know instead of to home or just yeah. at all? No, I want people to. See, I want people to know. <laughs> I, need, I need people to know. <laughs> at least you're honest. It's true. What did he say? Was he like? Oh. He, like he was like, "LOL." I was actually wondering if you're gonna be remote. Oh, are you? I was talking to someone the other day who was like, "I once got my girlfriend flowers like when she came home. They were waiting for her, and she was kind of upset because no one at work thought that she got them." Oh my! Which God. is like so fake, but I totally 
relate to that. Anyways, but- enough about me. Um, <laughs> don't drink too much. I think that's like my next tip. You don't want to get like shit faced if you know that you're, if you know you're like one of those girls that drinks too much and then gets emotional. I think what can turn out is like a fun time. We said like, oh yeah, like hang out with your friends or like have a wine night or do whatever. You don't want to become like blackout drunk, crying about Jared and like all the times that you have. Oh, Jared, I kind of like that. all this. Yeah, I feel like Jared is like the classic Jared like ex boyfriend. Jared is an ex boyfriend name. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's a J name too. They yeah, say names are bad. The J names. Yeah, mm-hmm. always. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, they do. That's a thing. I've never dated a guy with a J, and I'm like totally like it's such no, an ex name. Um, no, I agree with you. I don't know why, but it's just, it either. feels right. Um, but yeah, you don't want to be like at a point where your friends are like trying to forcibly remove your, your, like your phone out of your hand and you're like so drunk and incoherent and like just depressed and you wake up and your face is all puffy. So just like maybe have a good night, but like maybe don't get like blackout drunk. Like two glasses of wine. Maybe take like, maybe have two glasses of wine and then pop a melatonin and just sleep, sleep the night away. I was going to ask if that's frowned upon, but I'm pretty sure I do that. Oh, okay. I'm a big melatonin gal. I, I I agree. Every now and then, I don't know. It's natural, right? It's like a vitamin. Mm, yeah, yeah. We naturally produce. No, I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't, don't know. Take don't take our don't advice. take our health advice. We're not uh, we're not professional whatevers. Mm. Um, and then last, do not reach out to your ex on Valentine's Day under no circumstances. For the thousand, thousandth time. This is the most important one. I don't care if you are like, and this is obviously. This is saying that you, if you currently talk to your ex and you guys are like getting back together, that's different. I'm saying like you are broken up. You haven't talked on Valentine's day. You're feeling some sort of way. Don't reach out to him. Just don't. Even if it feels like, you know what? Maybe, maybe he wasn't that bad or maybe he is the one just like wait till the next day and see how you're feeling. <laughs> Cause he's probably out with someone else and I'll make you look stupid. Well, that it could make you look stupid, but also just you never want to make a life decision based on emotions in the moment. Mm, so facts. you are going to be feeling heightened just like on Christmas. I remember when I wasn't with Michael, I was like so depressed, but like, you know, the two weeks before that I wasn't as depressed cause it wasn't Christmas. Right. You're going to be feeling like really emotional and like have all these crazy emotions, like flying around, just like don't make a decision. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, I actually really don't, don't like that guy. What I text him. I was just sad. Um, this is another reason why you probably shouldn't get too drunk. Cause you don't want to be like drunk dialing. I, there's never been a situation where I've drunk dialed or drunk texted a guy and I've woken up in the morning and been like, that was smart. I'm so glad <laughs> I did that. Thank God. <laughs> I think stay off social media. If you know, it's going to upset you. Yeah. Wait until 24 hours past the date. Do what makes you happy. Spend time with those that you love. Don't forget to wish your, you know, family, your friends, happy Valentine's Day, because it's not all about romantic love. Exactly. Don't drunk DM him. Don't drunk call him. Don't drunk text him. Don't drunk Venmo request him. <laughs> and don't drunk LinkedIn him. I could get behind the Venmo request. You could? Yeah. Yeah. I remember- Pay for my nails, A few years ago, like a big group of us girls, we all Venmo requested our boyfriends, our ex-boyfriends, like $200. And it was like emotional damage, like psych- like psychiatrist bills. This is for the time that you told me you were like just hanging in for the night and you were actually hanging out with Amber. <laughs> I think my ex blocked me on Venmo. If you're going to reach so out to I an can't. ex, actually definitely request him for money <laughs> and just write- Trauma. <laughs> Trauma. Trauma. From your baby mama. Well, that's it, baddies. That's it for another week. 
Happy Valentine's Day from yours truly. We love you guys so, so much. If you love us back, leave us a review on Apple. If you're already on Apple listening to us, just, you know, scroll down, go to our homepage, scroll down, leave a five-star review. That'd be the best Valentine's Day gift of all. That would be the best Valentine's Day gift of all. We love you guys so much. Stay safe tonight. Have some fun. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.